0: Greetings and salutations, my family. This is Francis Wessel welcoming you to the Cornerstone podcast produced by Global Grace Ministries. This is the last episode of the series A Glimpse into Eternity. Last week, we spoke about some questions that people throughout the years have asked me about heaven, and today we are going to conclude this series talking a little bit about the judgments that the Bible talks about and also the rewards and crowns that the believers will get in heaven. Most people do not understand God's grace and mercy. They know a good God who always forgives us, but they forget that God is also just and righteous. God's grace is unmerited favor, it is God's way to bless us with what we do not deserve. God's mercy, on the other hand, is God's blessing over us that does not give us what we deserve. On this dispensation of grace, we have enjoyed both, God's grace and His mercy, but at the end of grace, we all will face God's justice. The Bible talks about different judgments some of them like the judgment of sodom and gomorrah and the judgment of noah's generation are behind us but there are still judgments that are to come all of us will face god sooner or later romans fourteen twelve tells us so then each of us will give an account of ourselves to god now let us talk about god's judgment the first judgment i want to talk about is the judgment of the believers sin According to the law, every person who enters heaven must have its sins judged and punished. When we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, our sins were judged, paid for and forgiven, and therefore before the Lord, we are declared not guilty. Jesus on Calvary took our place. He suffered for our sins and bought our forgiveness. God not only forgives us, but He also forgets our transgressions. Isaiah forty three twenty five tells us, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sin no more. And then Hebrews 8, 12 tells us, for I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. So in a way, this judgment is in our past. The believers will not be judged for their sins in heaven because our sins have been forgiven already. But the Bible does tells us that we, the believers, should judge our lives to make sure we are living holy lives. First Peter 4.17 says, For it is time for judgment to begin with God's household. And if it begins with us, what will the outcome be for those who do not obey the gospel of God? We, my friends, need to constantly judge ourselves to make sure that we are living in holiness. But let's move on. The Bible also speaks about the judgment of Israel. The Bible tells us that the nation of Israel will be judged. Zechariah 13, 8 and 9 says, In the Holy Land, declares the Lord, two-thirds will be struck down and perish, yet one-third will be left in it. These third will be put into the fire. I will refine them like silver and test them like gold. They will call on my name and I will answer them. I will say they are my people and they will say the Lord is our God. This judgment takes place here on earth. Part of the judgments of God during the tribulation will be focused on the Jewish people. On numerous occasions, when we are told The times of Jacob's troubles are given to Israel so they will know that God is their God. So Israel will be judged. The third judgment I want to talk about is the judgment of the fallen angels. These are the angels that follow Satan when he sinned. God will judge these angels for his rebellion against himself. First Peter 2, four says, For if God did not spare angels when they sin, but send them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment. And then Matthew 25.41 tells us, Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. Every being who will enter hell will be judged no one in hell will be able to claim innocence not even the angels of god now the judgment that christians should be excited about is the judgment seat of christ this is the judgment that is also called the bima judgment or high platform in heaven the work of christians will be judged this is the only judgment christians will face since their sins have already been forgotten and forgiven. 1 Corinthians 4, 5 says, Therefore judge nothing before the appointed time. Wait until the Lord comes. He will bring to light what was hidden in darkness, and will expose the motives of their heart. At that time, each will receive their praise from God. My friends, Christians will not be judged to be punished, they'll be judged to be rewarded. God is going to reward our deeds. God is going to reward what we did for him and for his glory. But as we just read, he is going to judge the motives of our hearts, why we did what we did. 1 Corinthians 3:12 to 14 tells us if anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay or straw, their work will be shown for what it is because the day will bring it to light it will be revealed with fire and the fire will test the quality of each person's work if what has been built survives the builder will receive a reward my family during this judgment christ will judge even our intentions depending on the motives of our hearts our level of obedience and our faithfulness to god He will reward each one of us. I do not know about you, but I am looking forward to this judgment. Now, the last judgment I will talk about is the great white throne judgment. After the millennial and immediately after Satan's judgment, every single human being, alive or dead, will be judged. These human beings that I'm talking about are not Christians. These are the unsaved people. All the people who are in Hades at that moment will resurrect to face God's throne. Every word, every act and thought will be brought before them. Revelations twenty eleven 11-15 tells us, Then I saw a great white throne and him who was sitting on it. The earth and the heavens fled from his presence, and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and the books were open. Another book was open, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. And each person was judged according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. If you are a believer, you will not even see this judgment. Praise the Lord for that. So my friends, that is why we need to preach the gospel because everybody who is not washed by the blood of the lamb will face his or her creator once. Nobody in hell will be able to say I am innocent because in front of God, when they are judged, every single thing they did, said, or thought will be revealed and they will be found guilty but i do not want to close this series on a sad note i want to make sure i cover not only the judgments that the bible talks about but also the rewards the bible speaks for the saints of god revelations twenty-two twelve 12 tells us look i am coming soon my reward is with me and i will give to each person according to what they have done christ promises rewards so let me list them First reward I wanna talk about is the reward for prayer and fasting. And I know that I'm giving you a lot of verses. My hope in this episode is that you will write down the verses and then you will study them and read them because I know that I'm throwing a lot of information at you. So first reward, like I said, the reward for praying and fasting. God wants his children to seek him through prayer and fasting. Matthew six seventeen and 18 tells us, But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Another one of the rewards of the Bible is the reward for having compassion for the needy. This is an amazing promise from God and it involves, you know, generosity for the needy. Matthew 25:37 through 40 tells us, "Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you as a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you?" The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me. Amen to that. Now, there's another reward that God promises to his people, and that is the reward for bearing insults and being excluded for his name's sake. Sometimes it seems odd to us to be told to rejoice and leap for joy when we are hated for being Christians but that is exactly what Jesus tells us. Luke 6 22 and 23 says, blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the son of man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven. So, If you have ever been persecuted or ridiculed for the name of Christ, you will get a reward in heaven for that. So that is a good reason to rejoice. But let us continue. The Bible also tells us to love our enemies. When we love our enemies, we show the kind of mercy and grace that our Savior showed to those who crucified him. The Bible says in Luke 6.35, But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be the children of the Most High, because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Another reward that God tells us is the reward for hospitality that cannot be repaid. Luke 14.12-14 says, Then Jesus said to his host, When you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. God is also going to reward the good worker. God will not let your effort go unnoticed, but promises to give you a reward for your labor. Colossians three twenty-three and 24 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Another reward that we are promised is for faithfulness to the truth. God will reward a commitment to His truth. Second John 1, 7 and 8 says, I say this because many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh have gone out into the world. Any such person is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch out that you do not lose what we have worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. All these, my friends, are just a few of the rewards that you and I are hoping to get in heaven. But we will get more than just rewards. The Bible also tells us that in heaven, we will get crowns. And these crowns will be given to those who have lived good and righteous life for God here on earth. Second Timothy 4, 7 and 8 says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith finally there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge will give me on that day and not to me only but also to all who have loved his appearance so God is going to give us a crown because we loved his appearance the second crown the bible talks about is the incorruptible crown or the victor's crown Faithful endurance wins a heavenly reward, which is the incorruptible inheritance. 1 Corinthians nine twenty four 24-27 says, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run it in such a way that you may obtain it. And anyone who competes for the prize is tempered in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore, I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. So God is going to give us a victor's crown for finishing our race. Another crown that he promises to us is the crown of life. This is the martyr's crown. Jesus himself says that he will give this crown to those who undergo severe hardship, testing, tribulation, and or even physical death on his behalf. Revelation 2.10 tells us, do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you will have tribulation for days. Be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. My favorite of the crowns that some believers will receive is the crown of rejoicing. This crown has been called The soul-winner's crown. The word crown seems to be implying that God will be giving out a crown to those who have been instrumental in getting other people saved. First Thessalonians 2, 19 and 20 says, What is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at His coming? For you are glory and joy. Now, the last crown the Bible lists is the crown of glory. This crown is reserved for the leaders of the church. First Peter 5, 1-4 says, The elders who are among you, I exhort you. I, who am a fellow elder and a witness of the suffering of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that will be revealed, shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers, not by constraint but willingly, not for dishonest gain but eagerly, not as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock, and when the shepherd appears you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away my family the bible tells us that we will be able to throw these crowns at the feet of jesus it is the only tangible gift that we will give him and therefore i hope we are all trying to do our best to earn these amazing rewards i know i gave you a lot of information in this episode my time has run out. The blessing about podcasts is that we can hear them as many times as we want. So please listen to this podcast a couple of times and make sure that you write these verses. I'm sure that they will encourage you. Thank you so much for your time. If you would like more information about our ministry or would like to become a partner with us, please visit our website, globalgraceministries.com. God bless you. Thank you.